Whether this is her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct is everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct, your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? With 24-7, U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So, the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes. That it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Discover a new educational and interactive podcast, Stories for Kids by Lingo Kids. Our episodes are packed with fun activities. Right, Elliot? Oh, yes! We went shape hunting around the block and we found spheres and cubes on the street. That was great fun. Join Stories for Kids, the Lingo Kids podcast, inspiring you to learn while having fun. Listen to Stories for Kids on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Today's show is pre-recorded.
Uh-huh, I sure will. Uh, good morning, everybody. Y'all listening to The Voice. Uh, come on, dig me now. One and only Steve Harvey got a radio show. Okay, here we go. Today, folks, uh, this is a good one. Because uh, today, I want to share with you something that that affects every living soul. And that one thing is your attitude. This affects everyone. It is your attitude. You know, I don't know if anyone's ever told you, but I mean, many of you who listen know this, but there are a lot of people who don't understand. A positive attitude can bring about a change. A positive attitude can bring about a change. Well, now, here we go with the naysayers. Well, Steve, what you mean if I'm just positive being changed? My mama gone. What me being positive got to do with that? Okay, now listen to me carefully. A positive attitude can bring about change. Well, okay, Steve, I hear you saying that, but they done fired me. So now what does my having a positive attitude have to do with the fact that they fired me? Well, one more time. A positive attitude can bring about change. Well, Steve, I sat up in here and gave eight, nine, 12 years of my life to this man, and he just, he cheated on me and walked out. Now, what does me being positive have to do with him cheating on me? How that's gonna change that? Okay, here we go again. A positive attitude can bring about change. Now, listen to the whole thing. The positive attitude and the change that can happen starts, it, this is the start, it starts within you. See, life is 10% what happens. It's 90% what you do about what happens. Okay, you gave 12 years of your life to this man. He cheated and left you holding the bag, the kids and everything. Now, what does being positive have to do with changing that? Or they came in and they fired you, you lost your job that you was a stellar performer at, but now how does you having a positive attitude, how does that change things for you? So far, we can use any example. Here's what happens. When you have a positive attitude, what it produces within you is a positive approach to life. And when you have a positive attitude and a positive approach to life, it causes you to be optimistic to have a positive outlook, to expect things to eventually turn around and, 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 and turn into a positive. That's very important because as the law of attraction comes into play, if you think positive thoughts, you attract positive things. If you think evil thoughts, you attract evil to you. You know, if, if you want for nothing, then nothing comes your way. If you want for positive attitude, if you want for positive results, if you want for a great outcome, that's what you attract to you. The change will begin within you. So let's take the man that walked out your life and left you holding the bag. Here's a positive attitude. 
Okay, two things have happened that's positive here. Number one, you've ridded yourself of someone who is obviously going to be, if not already, been toxic in your life. Caused you many restless nights, a lot of uh, uncomfortable feelings and uneasiness, not sure, insecurity. You've been going through it with this person, whoever they are. Number one, that person has been released from your life. Number two, it allows you now to have the someone who will treat you just the way you want to be treated. That's the positive outlook. That's the optimistic way. That's when you're a positive person, you see the positive in things that happen to you instead of burying yourself under the what's wrong with it, or oh, woe is me now concept. See, a positive attitude, when they came in there and they fired you and let you go, could this not have been just the opening you needed to finally start on a new career path that you've been talking about doing anyway? Could it possibly be a brand new chance for you to get the dream job or dream career of your choice? Could it not possibly be the perfect opportunity now for you to finally, finally do something about that gift, about that talent that God gave you, that thing that you love to do? Could it not be the perfect time for you to pursue that? But if you don't have a positive attitude, then you lay there. Oh, they finna come get my house. Oh, what I'm going to do now. Oh, this unemployment ain't enough. Oh, Lord, when this unemployment run out, what am I going to do then? I won't have nothing. And you, oh, woe is me until you become, oh, woe is me. But if you take it from the positive approach, some amazing things can happen in your life. I would tell you on a personal note that some of the most, some of the best changes some of the biggest moments in my life came after a loss. So I don't want to go down the list, but boy, I could tell you, let me, hey, let me tell you something. When they didn't want me on the radio anymore in LA, when they didn't, when they, when they was sick of the way I did radio out there and they wanted me gone. And on May 23rd, 2005, when my deal, when, 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 when my deal was done with uh, the beat out in LA, Okay, look what happened, though. Yeah, I was gone in May, but in September 19th, I started the Steve Harvey Radio Network with four cities. You see, but I didn't go, oh, woe is me. I said, oh, okay, God must have something else for me then. Because if he didn't remove me from this, there must be something else. Same thing can happen when you lose uh, and, you, and, you, and you break up in a relationship. Same thing can happen to you. You never know the one God got for you. Now, here you go. Here you go again. Now you get put into a situation where somebody treats you just the way you want to be treated, provides you with a whole lot of aspects of your life you knew nothing about prior to that. But you got to stay positive. If you stay positive, that positive attitude, that optimistic outlook, that, that, that always thinking, God got me no matter what happened to me, some amazing things that's going, can, will happen in your life. It's a fact. I don't know how it works that way. I just know that's what it is. Positive attitude is everything, y'all. So get off the old woe is me negativity train because it ain't going to take you nowhere but down. And get, get your outlook up. If you change your attitude, you change your altitude. Altitude is determined by your attitude. How high you go, how big you become, how far you go. It all depends on how you think. It all depends on what type of attitude you got. 
Ain't, ain't no ain't no very, very successful, super negative people. It, it just doesn't coincide that way. If you see that, something happened to them along the way. And don't worry. You ain't got to worry about it because you ain't going to see them long. Because you can't stay up there like that. It's just too hard. All right? That's the conversation. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You know, it's so important to have representation in media. I remember growing up in Chicago, I was heavily influenced by the beautiful voices on the radio. Well, the next generation of influential Black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. Black Stories, Black Truths is a celebration of Blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's Black voices are as distinct, varied, and nuanced as the Black experience itself. In the Black Stories, Black Truths collection, you'll hear stories of joy, resilience, empowerment, and creating world-shifting things out of struggle. Every episode is a living account about what it means to be Black today, told from a unique Black perspective. From Bobby Shmurda to The Wire, Michelle Obama to Reparations, there's no limit to the range of Black stories, Black truths. Black perspectives haven't always been centered in the telling of America's story. Now they are the story. And NPR's Black Stories, Black Truths, you'll find a collection of some of NPR's best podcast episodes celebrating the Black experience. Hear a feed of episodes from across NPR's podcasts that center Black voices. It's NPR Noir. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR wherever you get podcasts. There's a concert coming to town that I just have to see. He's one of my favorite artists. I already have my tickets front row. I bought the tickets months in advance. I'm so excited. When you want the best, you have to act quickly or someone else will get it instead. It's like if you're hiring for your business. You want to find the most talented people for your open roles before the competition scoops them up. So what's the best way to do that? ZipRecruiter. ZipRecruiter finds qualified candidates fast. And right now, you can try it for free at ZipRecruiter.com strawberry. ZipRecruiter's powerful matching technology takes center stage to identify top talent for your roles. Immediately after you post your job, ZipRecruiter's smart technology starts showing you qualified people for it. Amp up your hiring performance with ZipRecruiter and find the best fast. See why four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Just go to this exclusive web address right now to try ZipRecruiter for free. ZipRecruiter.com slash strawberry. Again, that's ZipRecruiter.com slash strawberry. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? With 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So, the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Imagine you ask two people the same exact set of seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including actress and star of the mega hit sitcom Friends, Courtney Cox. You can't go around it, so you just go through it. This is a roadblock. It's going to catch you down the road. Go through it. Deal with it. Comedian, writer, and star of the series Catastrophe, Rob Delaney. I shouldn't feel guilty about my son's death. He died of a brain tumor. 
it's part of what happens when your kid dies. Intellectually, you'll understand that it's not your fault, but you'll still feel guilty. Alt-rock icon, Liz Fair. That personal disaster wrote Guyville. So everything comes out of a dead end. And many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. Ding dong, Las Culturistas calling. iHeart Podcast Awards 2023 Podcast of the Year, Las Culturistas, with SNL's Bowen Yang and comedian Matt Rogers. There's stuff happening in 2024 that we really need to address. Pop culture and huge guests like the latest episode with... Dua Lipa! The more I think about it, the more scared and nervous I get. Listen to the newest episode of Las Culturistas with Dua Lipa and all episodes on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Las Culturistas to start listening. Ladies and gentlemen, may I have your undivided attention, please? During these difficult times of quarantine, I have said I was going to start a show with a quarantine song. Mm-hmm. Oh, what you got? I forgot that I had said that. (laughs) You didn't write nothing. (laughs) So I didn't write one. So here we go. This, ladies and gentlemen, is a quarantine song that is a repeat. I dedicate this to my co-host. Jazz. Yes. Jazz. Jazz. Look at that fool's face. Jazz. background too. I want out. I want out. I want out of here ever so dearly. Do, 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 do. Yeah, so that's it. Good morning, Shirley. Oh, that's it. I thank you so very much from my heart. Yeah. Carla Pharrell. Good morning, Steve. What's up, crew? Ain't nothing but it with it. Well, ain't nobody here. Tommy, what's up, man? Doggy dog, we in the building, baby. Let's get to it, man. Yeah, this is how we started it years ago. You know, we didn't have all that. It was just awesome. (laughs) Awesome foursome. Yeah. 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 That's true. Yeah, back to the beginning, huh? Big ups to uh, Thick and Die. That's not here. Yep. Uh, Who? That's right. They'll be back tomorrow. Thick and Cell and... He says Sick and Die. Sick and Die. That's short for Sick and Cell and Diabetes. (laughs) Yeah. That's terrible. Sick we are so wrong. <laughs> well, that's that's wrong. I mean, we cool with that. that. I like You got to go with it. <laughs> <laughs> it's just wrong, though. It just is. Well, you How know. How you feeling today, Steve? You Ain't good? our fault. Yeah, I'm good, you know. Uh, this corona thing, man. Um, Donald Trump. Listen, if, if you... if Oh, he's mad at Twitter now, social media. Oh, yeah, yeah, because they, for the first time ever, they started fact-checking the things he was putting on Twitter. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So now he mad mad because they busting him with the truth. That's pretty. This 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 is an interesting guy that's in this White House. He, he's and if we don't get out to vote, man, we I, I just don't want to talk about him for four more years. Right. Mm. Exactly. I just don't. Exactly. I, I don't want to feel shut down the conservative voice. <laughs> yeah, what? No, the, we're trying to shut down some of these lies. lies. 
You're going to have to pull up on all this line. You yes. ain't got man. the lie, Craig. You just Man, lying. I'm going to talk, just lie for no reason. reason. No reason. When the truth will do as you always say, Steve. Bruh. <laughs> lie and tweet, tweet and lie. That's yeah. all we do. And, you're and the he'll president. tweet a lie. So now he's mad, so you're going to try and shut him down? Dog, oh, what? Don't you need to go through Congress to do all of that? I mean... You can't so you, just shut down a, a media platform because then you, go, you don't like what they say. <laughs> so you don't need to know the law. You. All right, well, coming up, uh, we'll talk more about our illustrious... <laughs> uh, <laughs> We're going to lie some more when we come back. Leader of the free world. Yeah, you guys think of <laughs> some outrageous <laughs> lies that you told. <laughs> See if they compare. We're coming back at 32 minutes after the hour. That's right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, guys, coming up at the top of the hour, uh, civil rights attorney and our friend and family member, uh, Benjamin Crump, will be our special guest. Of course, we're going to talk about uh, the unfortunate uh, murder of uh, George Floyd in Minneapolis. We'll talk about that. Police Uh, brutality. Yeah, at its worst, at its worst. Mm. And uh, also, uh, before we went to break, we talked about the president, and uh, he's mad at Twitter now and social media calling he might uh shut it down he's saying because they're fact checking him on the things that he tweets okay okay cool you know what he can't but you know what shut it down then what you gonna do right then you the only one using it (laughs) yeah ain't nobody using it more than you i ain't tight nothing on it (laughs) i say go ahead and shut it down and then what you gonna do because because they fact checking you which means they're just going over some stuff you're saying that's not true. They're not trying to quiet conservative voices. They're trying to quiet down some of these lies. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's too many. It's too Man, many. You it's got to lie many. about every damn thing. Yeah. You ain't what's got a lie, Craig. What's the biggest lie, the, the most outrageous lie you've told, Steve? Woo! <laughs> not the woo-woo. <laughs> but you're not the president, so it's okay. Woo! <laughs> Ooh, just Ooh. give me your age and an instance. I, okay, I got some uh, classics. One of my lies still going. I can't tell that one. Go ahead. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Not that you're living your life. <laughs> okay, age 32. Where were you? 32. 30, 32. Careful, careful. Get your thoughts together. I told a man that fixed my car because uh-huh. I was homeless. Mm-hmm. $412. Yeah. If you fix this car... I'm coming right back with the money. Mm. Homeless. The hell I got four hundred dollars. <laughs> you were living in. So your what car. happened? How what happened? How'd you? He get fixed it. I drove off. <laughs> he fixed a car huh? in Kentucky. I drove to Florida. <laughs> <laughs> How right, I can't come back must... in here, dog. He believed you, though, right? Yeah. <laughs> I can't come back. He always headed. He always headed across the world. Yeah. Well, you gotta go south because it's warmer. You can't stay up in Kentucky oh. and get cold. Tennessee and get cold sometimes. Okay. I had to go All right. south. All right. Hell oh, God. All right. So did he chase well, after you or anything? No, no, no. I told him. I told him I'd come right back. 
Oh, he gave you the car. Oh, yeah, he yeah, gave he, me the car. He he nice man. Oh, I felt bad about it, you know. But that's yeah. one of the big lies I took. Give me another incident, Cheryl. I got. I got plenty. What you mean? <laughs> Give him another age, girl. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's see. That was thirty-two. Get in them twenties. How about? Yeah, yes. I was gonna say. How about twenty-six, Steve? Twenty-six. That's a good age. Yeah, right twenty-six. God. That's, that's Shelly, I'm going to play these numbers. 26, uh, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, I took the <laughs> military entrance exam. Okay. Uh, I was about 27, though. Mm-hmm. And you could still go to the Army at 27. Okay. I scored really high on the test. They asked me what I wanted to do. I told them I wanted to be in the medical field. I went home and told my brother, hey, man, I'm enlisting in the Army. I ain't got nothing going for me. I got to make some money. I got these two kids. He said, what you going to do? I said, I'm joining the Army. Mm-hmm. He said, your black ass can't get in no army, dog. Why? He said, because you don't follow orders. Oh, oh yeah, you don't like You don't like nobody telling you what to do. Yeah. Steve, you're going to go down there and just start knocking them little white kids out. You, your ass can't go no army. <laughs> he said, go back down there and tell them you can't go. So I t- went back down there and told them, I can't go to the army no more because uh-huh. <laughs> my uncle has passed and my aunt needs my help. Oh, that oh, was my a big lie. <laughs> no. oh my god! Oh my god! That that recruiter lie. looked at me and went, "Bro, what?" <laughs> That's what he said to me. He's a black lying. dude. He said, "Bro, what?" <laughs> he said, "Say it again to me." I said, "My uncle passed, uh-huh. and my aunt needs my help." He said, "You ain't know he was dead before you took the test." <laughs> You can't he fool black people with moment. none of this, man. Right, right. Black people said, ain't taking it. I said. Yeah, but I hadn't thought of it though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a classic. Boy. Oh, hey, wait a minute, Shirley. Uh huh. Get a childhood. Something he lied about when he was a kid. All right, let's go yeah. to let's go to Pen. twelve. Okay. Okay. So, yeah, ten or twelve, right around in there. I right told there. I told write Donald numbers Bland, down, <laughs> I told this girl I liked. I was uh-huh. young. I told uh-huh. Donna Bland we had four cars. Your, you mean your family? Yeah. Uh-huh. Why, so, why, what? I mean, why did you tell her that? Yeah. You, I wanted no her to think we, we was a big-time family. We had four cars. She said, where you park them? I said, two of them in the driveway. She said, where the other two? I said, in front of the house. She uh-huh. said, let's go around there. And then oh. what happened? Okay. Mm. Did you So drive? we started walking. <laughs> what do you mean you got four cars? So I, not me, but my family. Oh, your family. Okay. So we walked down there. Wasn't no car down there because my daddy wasn't off work. It was in the uh-huh. summertime. Uh-huh. She said, where are the four cars? I said, that one, that one, that one, and that one. Uh-huh. She said, go get, go sit in it. Mm. Why looked at her so crazy? She didn't believe you. <laughs> if, I, if I climb in Mr. Jackson's car, <laughs> when he's sitting over there on that porch, you're going to get your butt going. <laughs> she didn't believe you, Steve. Then I said, the door is locked. She said, open it. <laughs> This is your sure. car. Yeah. I like her. Uh-huh. <laughs> she was that's she that's the woman she was gonna be. Uh-huh. Yeah. So as uh-huh. I walked to the next car, she said, "Go get in that car." I wanted uh-huh. the three cars. I wouldn't get in no car. Finally, we got to the third car. She told me to get in. I just ran in the house. <laughs> and that was the end. You all yeah, broke up Yeah, I ain't got nothing for that. you, Buster. I don't know what you did. Look at all this lying he doing. <laughs> all right, eighteen. <laughs> Ooh. 18, uh, Steve. That's that good year. Yeah. Come on, you got 30 seconds to tell us. 30 seconds. A big Trump type lie. Come on. <laughs> Shut Make down us the, proud. The I'm going to tweet it when you tell lie. it. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. Come on. Come on.
I told Janet Hawkins mm-hmm. that I loved her from the moment I saw her. Uh-huh. She turned around and said, my last name ain't Hawkins. <laughs> Coming up next, nephew in the building. <laughs> the other crazy part of the family. I tried to uh, learn with- her last name before I said that. <laughs> Run that prank back right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, attorney Benjamin Crump. We're going to talk about the George Floyd murder in Minneapolis. Also, uh, President Trump is mad at Twitter. We'll talk about that a little more later in the show. But right now, the nephew is here. What I don't care? What I don't care? And we don't either. (laughs) Facebook, MySpace, Instagram, don't nobody care. MySpace. (laughs) TikTok, don't nobody care. He never considered to stop lying. How about that? Google. Don't nobody care. (laughs) All right. It's time now for the nephew to run that prank back. What you got for us, Neff? Side job cleaner. Side job cleaner. You know, there's something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Show y'all how this works. Side job cleaner. Let's go, cat dog. Robbie, how can I help you? Uh, uh, Robbie, I'm trying to uh, get a uh, order in for some construction uh, supplies I need to pick up. That's fine. What's your, what's your company? Uh, a t- uh, roofing company. Roofing company. Okay. Have we have we done business with you before? No, no, you haven't. This is my first time calling. I heard you guys were pretty good. I appreciate the compliment. Okay. I, I, now listen. Uh, I need to get this as soon as possible, man. Can I possibly pick up these supplies like in the next couple of hours? Uh, well, you know, normally it don't work that fast. It's kind of a quick turnaround. We got a little bit of a backup, but I can I can do my best. It just uh, depends on what you need. Okay, here's here's what I need, man. I need five rolls of duct tape. Okay, that's no problem. That's quick. Okay, I need plastic, man. Listen, if if you was gonna wrap up something in plastic, that's like about uh, six foot two in height and two hundred pounds. How much plastic do you think I would need to wrap to wrap that up in? Okay, just, just a second. You're you're asking for plastic, like a roll of plastic? Uh, yeah, but I'm t- I need to wrap up something that's six foot two and like two hundred and ten pounds. Uh, I probably would get about three yards, four yards of plastic. Okay, okay. I need to get that. Now let me ask you this here: if if, if you was gonna try to uh, put some cement on that to hold it down, how much cement do you think will hold that down? I'm, I'm a little confused. You, you're running a roofing company, right? Yeah, I'm a roofing company, but I'm doing a little side work for some friends of mine. Oh, okay, okay. I just got a little confused because you told me this is Tyler's roofing company. No problem, no problem. We got some men. Wait a minute, you're 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 trying to hold something down? Trying to? I'm, I'm trying something? to hold something down. So, how many bags of cement do you think I need to hold down something that's 220 pounds? Wow. Uh, I don't know. Eight bags. Eight bags. Eight bags. Eight bags. Cement. I would recommend at least. Okay, okay, give me eight bags of cement. Now, uh, this is something else I want to ask you. Do you have anything, any type of cleaner, man, that can get uh, that can get blood, I mean, uh, paint off the floor? Yeah, we got industrial cleaners. I mean, we have all kinds of industrial cleaners. That, wait, wait, you said paint? Is it paint or blood? Uh, 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 paint, paint, paint. Oh, okay. Yeah, I mean, I've got industrial cleaners of all kinds. I mean, do you have a preference? No, just whatever you could throw in there. I need that. Now, let me ask you this here. Do, do you have anything that can, like, just kill a smell? You know what I'm saying? If if you know if you don't want something to smell, you got anything for that? Wait a minute. Did some did some did some die in your place? Is this is this some somebody? Did you? Did like is there an animal or something you found? I mean, I'm I'm kind of confused. You're talking about smell and cleaning up. Did you find some sort of? 
Animal on a construction. Hey, 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 Robbie, listen, man. Just take the order. That's all I need you to do, okay? Okay, no, I, I, I'm sorry. I wasn't asking your business. I just was a little concerned. What are we getting? What are we cleaning up? And what are we, I mean, I guess, the, are we cleaning up a tile floor? Are we cleaning up carpet? I mean, what's the what's the cleaner for? And what's the, what, where's the odor? Okay, sir, all I'm asking you is do you have something strong enough? Like, do you think ammonia can, can keep a smell down? What do I need to keep a smell down? You're definitely going to need ammonia. I mean, you, you got to get something to just scrub that right down. Because I mean, whatever that scent is, if it's in your, if it's in the walls, if it's you got fabrics in that place, I mean, whatever, wherever you got it, you're probably going to have to have a different type of deodorizer, something for the carpet, something for the walls. I mean, I don't, I, I guess, I guess I'm just kind of confused as to as to where the scent's coming from. And, and right, I, I, don't worry about all that, man. Hey, man, listen, just just write down what the order is, okay? I got it. You, I got the five rolls of duct tape. I got the the, the four yards of plastic. I got the eight bags of cement. I got the industrial cleaner. I got the ammonia. I'm I'm I'm, I'm typing it all in. I got I've got your order. Okay, let me ask you this, here, man. Do y'all have uh, uh, any type of machete? Anything that's real sharp that can what, cut? What? Okay, okay, hold on a second. Now now you're completely off base. You do realize you call the hardware store, right? I'm, I'm calling the hardware store because I need some supplies, man. I'm doing some job yeah. on the side. And I need some supplies. Hey, I get that. You t- you said that already, but what I'm confused about is now you're asking for a weapon. What 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 would you use a machete for? I mean, you're you're talking about uh, uh, what? You, you're going to chop down some 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 brush? I don't I don't I don't get it. What, what's the machete for? Hey man, listen, listen. Your job is to take the order, man. That's your job, Robbie. Don't tell me what my job is. I know what my job is. This is my store, man. Okay, I've been working here a lot longer than you even can imagine. And people don't call up asking for ammonia and, and cleaner and, and, and try to get a smell out. I mean, what? I just, I'm trying to figure out how best to help you. I'm sorry, but I'm just trying be, to figure what out. What you're doing, Robbie, is you're being nosy. You're being nosy. All you got to do is fill the order and have it, have it done in two hours when I get there. That's all you got to do. I can't do that in two hours. I, I, I can't even. I, 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 I'm a little backed up at this point. I, I'm not even sure I can get this done. Maybe tomorrow morning. How, does tomorrow morning work for you? No, oh, man. I got to get rid of this body. I got to get rid of this package what? today. Whoa, 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 whoa. I need to call. Listen, I need to call the police, man. You just said body. Right there. That's the problem. White people always want to call the police when it ain't got nothing to do with them. Listen, all you need to do is fill the order. Okay, okay. <laughs> You're, listen, I need to tell you something, okay? And I don't know if you, if you found a body. I don't know if you're responsible for the body. Either way, I don't want to be any part of this business, okay? I don't know what you're planning or where you're trying to bury this thing, but you're basically asking me to be an accomplice to something that's none of my business. Hey, I need your name right now, okay? What I'm, not, I'm not giving you my name. You said I told, you're calling from roofing. Hey, hey, listen to me. You said you're calling from roofing company. Are you... I'm not, I'm not, hey man, let me tell you something. Why you white folks always trying to be authoritative like that? Why y'all always acting like that? White folks? What the is your problem? It's not about white folks. It's not about purple, green, black, blue, whatever It's not about white, it's about you asking for That sounds like trying to bury a body. Okay, that's what I'm trying to figure out. Are you And you're not What is your name? I need your name. I need your name right now. Hey man, well, first of all, you at work. You're not, you can't, you ain't supposed to be talking to me like this. I don't care if I'm swearing at work. My, co- my, 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 my co-workers, the people here, they all know who I am, and they know if I was talking to someone, some piece of you, that I'd be talking like this too, okay? I'm going to trace this call. You hear me? I'm going to trace this call. I'm going to get the cops on your ass and figure out who the you are. Okay, okay. Well, let me, let me ask you this. Since you want to know who I am, do you know Marcus? I know Marcus. I know, I know Marcus. He works here. Okay. I know him. Okay. Marcus 
is who got me to call you. This is Nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Robbie, you just got pranked by your co-worker, Marcus. You have got to be kidding me. Son of Marcus, Marcus, I see you over there. I see you, little I can't believe that. You son of a Marcus. Why don't you tell me this? Harvey Morning Show. Hey, I got to ask you, Robert, you got to tell me this, man. What is the baddest, and I mean the baddest, radio show in the land? <laughs> That's easy. Steve Harvey Morning Show. <laughs> <laughs> and there you have it. You know. You played too much. I need some duct tape. I need some cement. <laughs> Get your oh. nephew. I'm working on something. (laughs) All right, coming up at the top of the hour, as promised, civil rights attorney Benjamin Crump will be here, and uh, we'll be back right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? With 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Imagine you ask two people the same exact set of seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including... Actress and star of the mega-hit sitcom Friends, Courtney Cox. You can't go around it, so you just go through it. This is a roadblock. It's going to catch you down the road. Go through it. Deal with it. Comedian, writer, and star of the series Catastrophe, Rob Delaney. I shouldn't feel guilty about my son's death. He died of a brain tumor. It's part of what happens when your kid dies. Intellectually, you'll understand that it's not your fault, but you'll still feel guilty. Alt-rock icon, Liz Fair. That personal disaster wrote Guyville. So everything comes out of a dead end. And many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. Ding dong, Las Culturistas calling. iHeart Podcast Awards 2023 Podcast of the Year, Las Culturistas, with SNL's Bowen Yang and comedian Matt Rogers. There's stuff happening in 2024 that we really need to address. Pop culture and huge guests like the latest episode with... Dua Lipa! The more I think about it, the more scared and nervous I get. Listen to the newest episode of Las Culturistas with Dua Lipa and all episodes on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Las Culturistas to start listening. This is Neil Strauss, host of the Tenderfoot TV true crime podcast, To Live and Die in L.A. I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. All these girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. The war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, A military-trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, it's easy. 
you just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex, and then he's very vulnerable, so you can kill him easily. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step. And you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. Because God, I can't stay where I am, like I am, where it is. This isn't going to work. I have to move on, but I don't know where. A lot of time you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how. I don't know where. I don't know what. God, if you show me. God, if you tell me. God, if... no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, everybody, as promised, we got our special guest on the phone, family member. But you know, man, it's just, we, we've given this brother awards for all the work he's done in our community. But, I mean, man, I wish we didn't have to award him. But if we didn't have him fighting on the front lines for justice for those people who are the underserved in the Justice Department, I mean, where would we be? Uh, he's most notably... Uh, the most probably right now today the most accomplished civil rights attorney of our time. Uh, he's handled the biggest wrongful death cases that we've had in the past 10 years. And now, sadly, just another traumatic death caught on video that has gone viral. It's the murder of Mr. George Floyd in Minneapolis, Minnesota. And ladies and gentlemen, Attorney Crump is presenting the family of Mr. George Floyd. George or Floyd, please welcome back to the show, Attorney Benjamin Crump. Welcome, yes, welcome on this sad Steve, occasion. Paula, nephew, everybody. Steve, thank you yes. always for giving me the platform to talk about how we uplift our culture and uplift our people. And I need you now more than ever because with George Floyd, when I first saw the video, I said, oh, my God, this is another Eric Gardner. I can't breathe case. Yes. But... It's in 2020, Carla and Shirley, and it's worse. It's worse because literally you see a man who is face down, Steve, in handcuffs, and you see a police officer with his knee on his neck, not for one minute, not for two minutes, not for three minutes, not for four minutes, not for five minutes, not for six minutes, not for seven minutes, not for eight minutes. But for nine minutes, and I keep doing that for dramatic effect, Steve, because people need to realize how long this brother was down there begging, calling for his mama, Mm -hmm. saying, I can't breathe. And the fact that these police officers offered him no humanity. I mean, you had the citizens in the public saying, please just get your knee off of his neck. Y'all going to kill him. They were trying to de-escalate the situation while the police were supposed to be trained in de-escalation, but they were escalating it. And Steve, 
I just try to make this point so graphic. If you out there in America, you have a cell phone, just take it and make your stopwatch set for nine minutes. And then just let the time pass. And as the time passes, I want you to sit there and try to think if you had somebody who had their knee on your neck and you were trying to breathe and you kept begging them, please take your knee off my neck. And they wouldn't. And all these minutes pass and you suffocate to death. Well, that is the last minutes that George Floyd was on this earth. And it is yeah. a tragedy and it is murder. That is what it is. You, you pointed out something mm-hmm. that this man was on the ground with this man's knee on his neck for nine minutes. And you're trying to get people to understand how long that is. Now, let's talk about a couple of things. You talked about training. What is it? I mean, because when, when I see a victim handcuffed and he's face down, I don't, I don't know of any man that can whoop me that's face down and handcuffed behind his back. I just don't no know. Mm-hmm. I, I don't see how you can whip me. You might, but I, I mean, especially, and I have a gun, I have a taser, and I have a billy club. Yeah. And so I'm, I'm trying to understand what's in the training manual for the knee and the neck. You, you know, Steve, that's what they always try to say, that they're trained to use necessary force. But there was nothing necessary right. about putting your knee in his neck when you already got him handcuffed and he's already face down. And our police expert tells us, because Steve, I don't know if you noticed how he has his hands in his pocket the whole time. So cool. Oh, no, chilling. Yes. Chilling, man. Mm-hmm. Left like, hand. I got to, how comfortable the police officer was that this was totally under control. Mm-hmm. I got this man handcuffed, my full body weight with my knee on his neck. I can put my hands in my pocket because there's nothing he can do to me. I was sitting there going, okay, so, all right. Crump, let me ask you this, man. Yes, sir. Okay, now some pictures have surfaced of this police officer with a hat that says, Make Whites Great Again. Mm-hmm. Have you seen this? I, I have seen it. We haven't been able to authenticate it, Steve. Okay, uh, okay, I got you. So we, we uh, have not validated it. Okay. But we do know these officers, these four officers that were terminated, Steve, had had allegations previously of using excessive force. And we believe the majority of those were on black people. Yeah. Hey, you know something, uh, Attorney Crump, you and I have talked about this many times. I have come to the conclusion that this is what I think, in my opinion, has to happen. I understand the anger I understand the protest. I get it, man. When you take people who have been trying to get your attention for a while, uh, they mad. And so I understand the protest. Now, the, the protest that turned violent, that's, we, 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 I understand the anger. I, I just get the anger. Mm-hmm. I think there's something else that has to happen here. 
Attorney Crump, hang on. We'll be right back. We got more with Attorney Crump right after this. I have several questions for you about this case, so please hold on. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, y'all, we back. Uh, we back with uh, civil rights attorney, Attorney Benjamin Crump, and we've been talking about the um, Mr. George Floyd murder. And I'm very serious about this, and I want you to just give me your opinion. I think that this ends when we have what I'm calling white outrage. That's the only thing I see. We have to have white outrage. I did a closing remark a couple of weeks ago during the Aubrey situation. Mm-hmm. And I just asked if I could find just a few good white folks, just a few who are as outraged as we are. I then asked the few good white folks, if y'all could just treat us like you do the snow leopards, if you could treat us the way you treat polar bears or any other endangered species, it would help us greater. The, the Amy Cooper video that called on the black man in the damn park Central Park, Karen. Yeah. Uh, yep. She was choking that little punk ass dog of hers. And <laughs> Peter, Peter came forward and took her dog from her. Hmm. Yes, they did. Hmm. Yes, they did. Yeah. If we could get Peter on our side. <laughs> Come on, boy. Because <laughs> they treat us like animals. If we could get Peter on our side, and if we could get the Jewish Defense League on our side, and the ACLU on our side, we need some white outrage to fight that. Could I form a campaign that could make that happen, in your opinion, sir? I think you could, Steve, and that's necessary because black people have been outraged for decades. Mm. Mm. It don't seem like they care. But where are the people who are moral people? As Martin Luther King said, you cannot call yourself a good person. You cannot call yourself a moral person if you see evil and Mm. then you turn and look the other way. Mm. That's not the definition of a good person. And so when we talked a while back, Steve, about my book, Open Season, The Legalized Genocide of Colored People, It was not just these tragic killings of our unarmed children, mostly young black men and young women in a lot of regards, but it was also what happens in the aftermath. The fact that in Ahmaud Aubrey, over 10 weeks passed and the system tried to cover up his lynching. And Mm -hmm. then you look at this lynching of George Floyd by the police. And mm-hmm. Ahmaud Arbery, they were wannabe police. They were quasi-police. Mm-hmm. These were the real police. And you see the mayor terminated them based on what he said was just one of the most horrific executions he's ever seen. Hey, uh, hold on right there, Attorney Crump. Uh, listen, y'all, we'll be back with more. I think we have a very enlightening conversation going on. I think we're going to hold him up. We'll be right back with more from Attorney Benjamin Crump right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, everybody. Uh, we're back. Uh, we're talking today with uh, one of the most renowned civil rights attorneys of our day and time today, and that's uh, Attorney Benjamin Crump. We've been angry for a long time, and we keep getting angry, and we keep protesting, and it keeps happening. But mm. then you see the district attorney saying, well, 
we still got to investigate. And yeah. I'm saying to myself, see, what do we have to investigate? The video showed us everything we needed to see. If this was your children or my children, Steve, and they had a video, man, they wouldn't need no more probable cause. We get arrested with no video at all every day. But when the police kill us, they say, oh, we got to investigate for four, five months, six months, and hope everybody forget about it because they know they're going to kill another unarmed black person and all the attention to go from this case. Wow. And so that's why we need the white outrage, Steve, because... Hey, yeah. See, that that's where I'm at with it right now because I think, like you said a, a second ago, but, and like I said before, and I, I, I have to repeat myself sometimes because I only got a couple of good sayings, so I, I use them a lot. <laughs> <laughs> what? Slave, no, for real. The, slavery didn't end just because black people got tired of being slaves. Okay. There was a large group of well-meaning whites who went, wow, we're going to form a group called abolitionists, and we're going to help these people because this ain't right. We are at another point in our world where this ain't right. I mean, man, you don't know the calls I've gotten from Africans going, man, why they hate y'all like that over there? You don't know how many friends calls I've got from friends of mine in the UAE going, what in the world is going on over there? We need well-meaning white folks. I'm just looking for a few good white folks. And I'm going to start the campaign. I really am, man. I just need, I, I don't know how to do it, but I'm going to just start it. I'm going to just start with me. I and need. See, me, I was gonna say, let me put something on the record for you and Shirley, because y'all do understand Minneapolis is where Philando Castile yeah. was yep. killed, mm -hmm. uh, and his little girl was in the back seat. His girlfriend Diamond was FaceTiming mm -hmm. uh, on Facebook Live, and they did not convict that officer. But there was a white woman from Australia. In a yeah. dark alley, mm -hmm. where a yeah. Ethiopian police officer shot her oh, yeah. accidentally right. in mm -hmm. a dark alley, they convicted him and sent him to prison for 15 years. Wow. No criminal history, no excessive force. And then, see, they awarded her family $25 million <sighs> without even them having to file a lawsuit. Fernando Castile, he... His uh, killer did not go to prison, and they only gave his family $3.5 million when we talk about the value of black life. So mm -hmm. it's going to be fascinating now that we're in the same city on George Floyd case that, with all due respect to Philando Castile and the woman from Australia, I think is far more horrific. And so Minneapolis... What are you going to do now? How are you going to treat this black life? Yeah. Because where's the white people to say, uh-uh, George Floyd needs to have equal justice mm -hmm. where the police go to prison and his two children, one of them six-year-old, one of them 22, who can mm -hmm. get a college education. And that six-year-old baby, when she grow up, Steve, and she's about 10 or 11, and she's learning about how to be a woman, and she says, well, where's my daddy? Where's my role model? And wow. we're going to have to say this video is what happened to your father. Wow. Ben Crump, we applaud you, Attorney Man. Ben Crump. I mean, you're out Yo. here all the time fighting. You're, you, It's nonstop. Yeah. yeah. 
It's you're on the front line. Your truck and, is loaded, Ben. Yeah, it is we loaded. We applaud man. you, and you yeah, know man. we we support you, and we love you. And I didn't mean to get that emotional, y'all. I was just listening to Steve, and it clicked in me that it's just such a double standard. We need our white brothers and sisters to say that we can't have two justice systems in America, one for black America and one for white America. We got to have equal justice Sir. for the United States of Sir. America. Hey, uh, Attorney Crump, hang on one second right there. Folks, we'll be right back with more Attorney Crump right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, everybody, we're back. Steve Harvey Morning Show, and we're talking with Attorney Benjamin Crump. This is the only way this is going to change. See, you can't. The reason we need the Jewish Defense League to help us, ACLU, what's the organization of white evangelicals down south? What is that called? I have no idea. You know, Southern Christian oh, Baptists. The, Southern Baptist. Southern Baptist. Not the Southern Poverty. Uh, Southern Baptist, the Southern, ba- the Southern Baptist, yeah, the Southern Evangelicals, the, the, the white group of religious leaders down mm-hmm. south. Mm-hmm. See, what you can't do is, if you allow hate to exist, then it's going to eventually get over there by you. See, but the Jewish Defense League has to help us because it's a hate crime against black people. Most people that don't like black people probably don't like Jewish people either. Most people don't like Jews or black people probably don't like gay people either. Most people that don't like none of them groups right there probably don't like the other group. So once we allow hate to exist on any form of any group of people for any reason and we allow it to go unchecked, it can easily spread to the next group. That's why I'm calling on white outrage to join in with us because I know every white person I ever talked to says, this is deplorable. All of them say this is deplorable. Okay, then help us. Stand with us because when they see us out there, it don't count. Look, man, we've been marching for years. And Colin They done found ways to negate that. (laughs) Yeah. So now what they do is every time they shoot one of us, they start doing a background check to tell you, well, he had a criminal background. background. He sold some weed one time. He he stole a book, stole uh, stole some chips. You know, and and, and, and they try to discredit us. Yeah, they said Mr. Floyd was resisting arrest, and he was. I saw the tape. The man wasn't resisting nothing. But when you had him on the ground, though, and the man was pleading for you to get up off. Look, man, when a black dude starts calling on his mama, Mm -hmm. he is in his last moments of I got. I just help my where my mama at. Mm -hmm. Maybe she can help me. And you could see the man go out under his knee. You can and he's still sat there with his hands in his pocket. With his hands in his pocket. Because he had the situation watch. under control. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And he was comfortable with it. We we got to get everybody, his... Unk, for everybody to sit there and watch it. Even the guy yeah, that was for, facing the camera. And for he the just officers there, he, to do nothing. They was calm like it was nothing. 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 Yeah, if you're talking about the officers. Now, for the people who were saying that the people with the cameras filming it should have did something, that's how you get killed. That's how you get. Mm-hmm. I'm talking That's about the right. officers. Yeah. Oh, the officers. But the officers. oh, oh, this is what I want to say. Here is what bothers me about this situation. Police officers who work in high crime areas oftentimes complain that they can't solve crimes and they can't get to the root of the problem 
because there's a no snitch policy in the hood. And if you all would just help us solve these crimes instead of playing this no snitch rule, we could help keep you safe. That's the police on on 48 Hours, on Forensic Files, on PD Live. If you watch all these shows, that's their number one complaint about high crime areas. They have a no snitch policy. Ain't nobody seen nothing. Don't nobody know nothing. Well, the police have a no snitch policy. (laughs) See, the police sit there and watch a crime in progress because you know this ain't right. And because he is your brother in blue, you sit there and allow a crime to be committed and you won't come forward to say this was wrong because you got to stand with your brother because y'all put your lives on the line together out there in them streets. Now, listen to me. You can't ask for no snitching to work on this side and no one will have no snitching to work on that side. They have a department in the police department called Internal Affairs. All police officers hate them. You know why? Because they investigate police officers. But why the hell we need police officers being investigated if they there to uphold the law? Because a lot of them, not the majority, but enough of them break the law till we have moments like we have like this. So until police officers, I think, Benjamin, Brother Crump, uh-huh. until police officers start standing up and saying, hey, man, we got we can't do this type of thing right here. I think the no snitches in the police department, big as it is in the criminal system. That's profound, Steve. I, I remember going on some television shows when we were doing the Mike Brown and Tamir Rice case, yep. a certain uh, little uh, network named after a little animal that runs through the woods. And I would go on there. <laughs> <laughs> and the, the, the guy who is no longer on there, who used to have the no spin zone. He would literally say to me, Steve Harvey, well, Ben Crump, we're here on another police shooting, and you and uh, Black Lives Matter people are saying that all police officers are bad. Do you believe that? Because wouldn't you agree most police officers are good people? And, Steve, I would always say back to Bill that, hold on, you would agree that all black people aren't bad, wouldn't you agree most of them are good? Because we can't let them have the high ground on morality. And what you just right. illustrated, Steve Harvey, is the perfect point that I know all police officers aren't bad police officers. Right. They have good police officers, but why come these good police officers never tell on the bad police officers when they see them doing crime Come on, man. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Bruh, mm-hmm. we can't win like this. Because they take an oath for their brothers in blue to stand with them, sink or swim. So now they go back and they corroborate each other's story in the police report. And so the beat goes on. And then when black people kill somebody, when when black people kill somebody white, you go into jail and you already know it. When white people kill somebody black, we assemble a grand we jury. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we got to wait and mm-hmm. see. We got yeah, you know, to investigate, yeah. look over the tape, all of that. Because they damn near tried to pull that down there in Brunswick. Oh, yeah. Because mm-hmm. they was going to assemble a grand jury to see if them two, that father and son, murdered Aubrey. Uh, no, 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 partner. Hold up. And I do applaud this mayor in Minneapolis. You say he's yes, a sir. former civil rights Hi. attorney? Uh-huh. He is. And uh, he reached out to the family. And he, he says uh, very 
appropriate things, and I think he was sincere. Um, but your actions speak so loud, we need not hear your words. It's going to be interesting that most time black people, Steve, we can't get full justice. If you don't go, the police officers don't go to prison, they'll give you a big settlement, but you didn't get criminal prosecution. Well, if you get the criminal prosecution, they say, well, no, the children can't get no settlement because it was intentional. But when that white lady was killed in Minneapolis, she got a criminal conviction and they took care of her family and she didn't even have children. Now, George got two little children, two girls that need to be taken care of. What is this mayor going to do for them after we get the police convicted? Because I love what his brother said, Stephen. You are like this, and Tom, I know you will, too. He said that the same way they had the knee on my brother's neck, we're going to keep our foot on their neck until they charge and convict these murder yes. police officers who took our brother from us. Mm-hmm. Come on, man. Mm-hmm. Amen. Come on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yes, man. Sir. See, this yes, this is the only sir. way it can happen, man. We we have to. No. We knew this been going yeah. on. We just can't believe now y'all can see it and yeah. still ain't doing it. And nothing. still. Yeah. The <laughs> shock we for see. us now is, okay, now we showing it to you and you still ain't doing nothing? <laughs> Hold yeah. up, go, man. Yeah. There you go, Steve. That's, That's the it. shock. Ben Crump, we applaud you, Attorney man. Ben Crump. I mean, you're out Yo. there all the time fighting. You're, you, It's On nonstop. Yeah. yeah. For you, brother, we always hear from you. We appreciate you, man. Thank you yeah, for taking do. out the time this morning. We love you. Always yes, we on do. the front line. Hey, thank you, brother. Appreciate you. God bless y'all. Thank you so much. Yeah. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? With 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Imagine you ask two people the same exact set of seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including... Actress and star of the mega-hit sitcom Friends, Courtney Cox. You can't go around it, so you just go through it. This is a roadblock. It's going to catch you down the road. Go through it. Deal with it. Comedian, writer, and star of the series Catastrophe, Rob Delaney. I shouldn't feel guilty about my son's death. He died of a brain tumor. It's part of what happens when your kid dies. Intellectually, you'll understand that it's not your fault, but you'll still feel guilty. Alt-rock icon, Liz Fair. That personal disaster wrote Guyville. So everything comes out of a dead end. And many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. Ding dong, Las Culturistas calling. iHeart Podcast Awards 2023 Podcast of the Year, Las Culturistas, with SNL's Bowen Yang and comedian Matt Rogers. There's stuff happening in 2024 that we really need to address. Pop culture and huge guests like the latest episode with... Dua Lipa! The more I think about it, the more scared and nervous I get. Listen to the newest episode of Las Culturistas with Dua Lipa and all episodes on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Las Culturistas to start listening. This is Neil Strauss. 
host of the Tenderfoot TV true crime podcast, To Live and Die in L.A. I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. All these girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. The war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, a military-trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex, and then he's very vulnerable, so you can kill him easily. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step. And you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. Because God, I can't stay where I am like I am where it is. This isn't going to work. I have to move on, but I don't know where. A lot of time you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how. I don't know where. I don't know what. God, if you show me. God, if you tell me. God, no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, guys, time now for today's Strawberry Letter. And listen, if you need advice on relationships, dating, work, sex, parenting, and more, please submit your Strawberry Letter to steveharveyfm.com and click Submit Strawberry Letter. You could be, or we could be reading your letter. You could be hearing your letter live on the air, just like that one right there. We're going to do that right now. Mm-hmm. Buckle up and hold on tight. We got it for you. Here it is, the Strawberry Letter. Thank you, nephew. I can't even get drunk in peace. Mm. One more time. I can't even get drunk in peace. This got to be a COVID. This got to be a COVID letter. But it seems like this this letter is tailor-made for our crazy show, though. Uh, Dear Stephen Shirley, I am a 45-year-old black man. My fiancé is 56, and she's a great woman, but I'm worried about marriage. We'd like to kick back and relax and drink wine and alcohol. Uh, It depends on our mood. So sometimes it's wine and sometimes it's the hard stuff. We pretty much drink every day after work. I'm more relaxed and mellow when I've had a few drinks, but she is the opposite of me. She likes to get angry, cuss and fuss and bring up a bunch of old stuff trying to start an argument. It really messes up my buzz and I'm afraid of losing my cool one day and end up telling her to leave me to hell alone. I've dealt with anger management all of my life and I've learned how to calm myself down with Bible verses and positive affirmations I got while I was in prison. 
Whoa. She knows what? all. You heard me. She for? knows all of this, but she still likes to get in my face and push me to my limit. I have to keep avoiding her. I don't have family in town we live in, so if things get bad, I have nowhere to turn to for some peace. Most nights she gets rambunctious and uh, then wants to make love, so I'll forget how bad she has been uh -huh. acting. I swear that it always works because she is really good in bed. I have told her that she has a problem with drinking, not a drinking problem, and we need to figure out a way for her to drink socially without losing her temper every time. I'm a laid-back type of brother and need to know if I I'm should keep encouraging her to do better or should I reconsider marrying her. I trust your advice because this is a major decision. Yeah, you have to consider this if you're thinking about marrying someone. And, and this letter got deeper, seems like every sentence, there was something new to learn about you two. I think the two of you need to put the alcohol down. Um, or, or, or you at least need to keep it to a two drink minimum or something like that, like they do at the clubs. And, and listen, <laughs> I, I just, you know, this hard liquor that you guys are, are doing, this wine, it, it's just not for you guys. I mean, I think you need to step away from all this Hennessy and stuff that you guys drink. Uh, drinking every, every single day after work, I think that's too much for you guys. I really do, because you don't know how to handle your liquor. You say you're chill and you're cool and everything, and she's the exact opposite. And, of course, no one likes an ugly, nasty mean acting drunk nobody likes a mean drunk the bad part is that you say she's great in bed and she's trying to make up for her bad behavior you think so do you really think that that she knows what she's doing and she's just trying to take advantage of the situation if that's true i i think that's part of the problem because she knows what she's doing and she knows she's just trying to push your buttons she uh, definitely needs to stay away from the alcohol for a while you guys need to get a hold on your relationship. I don't think you need to consider marriage right now. You're not in that space. You're not ready for all of that. That comes with a whole. You really will be drinking if you, if you marry her now. Uh, you need to get your relationship back on track. You need to talk to her. You need to stop some of all this drinking because, you know, the two of you together can't handle it that is not gonna last your relationship will not last like this and a marriage certainly won't so yeah reconsider marrying her and put the drinks down steve there's so much i want to say in this <laughs> damn no, letter i don't no. even know where to start this letter's man. crazy Woo, so <laughs> let me just try to go a line at a time but we all know what's wrong <laughs> I'm a 45-year-old black man, your fiancé, 56, great girl. I'm worried about marriage. Well, let me tell you something, sir. After listening to this letter, marriage ain't what y'all need to be worried about. There's a whole lot of other things wrong before we go down the aisle. Right. We like to kick back and relax and drink wine and alcohol. I don't know if y'all notice it, but that's everything. That's everything. Yeah. That is. Yeah. That's everything. <laughs> Ain't nothing off limits. If we like to drink wine and alcohol, uh-huh. Everything is up. <laughs> if you ain't got none of that, give us some of this. <laughs> One more time, I like if that. If you ain't got none of that, give us some of this. <laughs> yeah. 
We gonna oh. drink it. <laughs> she 56, I'm 45. Mm, mm. Drink it, drink it, drink it, drink it, drink it. <laughs> it depends on our mood. Mm-hmm. Which now watch this. Okay. So sometimes it's wine uh-huh. and sometimes it's the hard stuff. It's two different moods. Now guess Ooh. when they mood is? We pretty much drink every day. Every <laughs> This is a letter about a couple of alcoholics. Yes. Is what this is. <laughs> Let me stop all this. Y'all are functioning alcoholics. Every day. You go to work and drink every day. That's a functioning alcoholic. I'm more relaxed and mellow when I done had a few drinks. But she the opposite. She get angry, cuss, fuss. Hold your response till we come back at 23 minutes after the hour, okay? Hey, now! <laughs> we'll have part two coming up. Subject, I can't even get drunk in I'm peace. drinking now! <laughs> we'll be back at 23 minutes after the hour. We'll get back into it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, come on. Let's recap today's strawberry letter. I can't even drink. I can't even get drunk in peace. All right, folks, here we go. (laughs) This is a letter we've determined on the last break. This is the recap. Uh Two alcoholics that wrote in, (laughs) and both of them got a problem with each other. (laughs) And, you know, first of all, they drank, depending on their mood, either wine or alcohol. Yes. When a person says alcohol, mm-hmm. that's anything. Brown <laughs> liquor, clear liquor, bitter <laughs> liquor, sweet liquor, <laughs> dessert wine, <Shots>. champagne, <laughs> ripple, <laughs> thunderbird, <laughs> manischewitz, mad dog, McCallum, Hennessy, Crown, E&J, Canadian Windsor, Tito, Bumpy Face, a Grey Goose, a Ciroc. Tequila. Just, just, it's all what? Oh, if you ain't got that, give us wine, box wine, bag wine, yellow wine. Girl, he has some pink wine. It's rosé. Uh-uh, mine was pink. You just all down in here buying champagne and all this. Y'all just drinking whatever. Just a cup of alcohol. Now, and they drink every day after work. So they functioning alcoholics. I'm more relaxed and mellow. This is the 45-year-old black man that wrote the letter. And he's a fiance is a 56-year-old great woman. She likes to get angry and cuss and fuss and bring up a bunch of old stuff trying to start an argument. Now, this is every day. Mm. This every ain't day. on the weekends. <laughs> nope. After work, when I punch day. out at five <laughs> and I no. get to the house and we start <laughs> drinking at six. Why are you talking like you're drinking? At, at eight o'clock. I'm finna tell your ass something. <laughs> That's her. Black Chill. ass make me sick. <laughs> Baby, He's, come on now. Yeah. Chill. I'm trying to be drunk in peace. You want to make love after that? I let you have nothing. <laughs> but if She's I do let you have drunk. it, it's going to be so good you're going to want it again. <laughs> what? Just angry. Yes, and it really messes my bud up. I'm afraid of losing my cool one day and end up telling her to leave me the hell alone. That's all you're going to say? 
He's chill, Steve. He's that's cause chill. that's how you so chill. Uh-huh. I kill you, girl. Leave me the hell alone. Uh oh. <laughs> uh oh. I told her to leave me the hell alone. Mm. God. <laughs> what the world finna have now? Stupid. <laughs> so then he says. I've dealt with anger management all of my life, meaning he used to fly off. But let me tell you how he fixed it. I learned how to calm myself down with Bible verses and positive affirmations I got while I was in prison. (laughs) But soon as I got out of prison, I started drinking and met her. And we drank every day. That's, That's the, the That's Bible good. verses I be pulling up. Because <laughs> I be drinking every day, reading the verses in the Bible. And then I be uh, positive affirmations because uh-huh. of the drinking. <laughs> what? What? She knows all of this, but she still likes to get in my face and push me to my limit. I have to keep avoiding her. I have to keep avoiding her because I don't have family in town. No, that's because when you got out of prison, ain't nobody, you ain't coming over here. You you just stole the last money out of mama pocketbook. So if things get bad, I have nowhere to turn for some peace. So most nights, she gets rambunctious and then wants to make love. That's angry love. Right then. Angry sex. What you looking over here for? Get in here. Get in here, boy. Get in here. You know you want this here. You want it? Quit looking at it. Want it? Come on over here. Bite me! She's angry. Your black ass. You bit me yesterday. over here looking at it. Tad up, tad up for I for you. Oh, God. <laughs> she make love so good I forget how bad she been acting. That's cause I I do it out of you. I just be the next thing you know you ain't even mad at me no more. I'm just over here cause I'm just full of hatred. You ain't got no good love until you didn't have some hateful love. Ooh, boy, I'll put this hateful love on you. Full of hate. <sighs> what it sound like? Feel like a feel like a crab, a giant crab claw. Angry love. Oh, right, I'll dear. bite your whole bottom lip off. Kiss me in the mouth and watch this. We gotta go. Post your comments on today's strawberry letter at Steve Harvey FM. I don't even have no advice for this couple. Y'all need to quit drinking. <laughs> yeah, they, they quit seeing each other. That. Two things need to happen. Y'all need to quit drinking and y'all need to break up. <laughs> <laughs> and some All more right. prayer meetings. Again, post your comments on today's Strawberry Letter at Steve Harvey FM on Instagram and Facebook. And please don't forget to check out the Strawberry Letter podcast on demand. Now, coming up at 46 minutes after the hour, our girl from the talk, Cheryl Underwood, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, come on, introduce our girl, please. She is here from the talk. Ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, mm-hmm. stop all this messing around. Mm-hmm. Mm. Shirley. Underwoody! <laughs> <laughs> 
Shirley Underwoody. Let me tell you something. Can I just tell you something why I'm always happy to be part of the Steve Harvey Morning Show is because, you know, we real over here. You know what I'm saying? Yes, sir. We oh, can yeah. be yes, hurt and frustrated and still will get a laugh because we are not going to let the devil beat us down. You know, the black man bird watching. First of all, this Negro is bird watching in Central Park. The only one I know. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. I know a lot of black people. That bird, bird watch, watch. This is a hard yeah, brother. I ain't never known one of them watch a bird. Her hard bird watching brother in the park. White lady feels like she fit for her life. You know, the only life you feel for, the dog you was choking with the leash that he told. Right. Was he didn't, he wasn't even on the leash. She no, ran along because he was choking collar. around the neck with the collar. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, and see, to me, listen, uh, it's a list of them. What is the parking lot patty, barbecue patty? Uh, what the, what the, uh, Central Park. Oh, Karen. that's right. Yeah, it's a, oh, it's a whole bunch of them. Uh-huh. I yeah. said on talk, I need white folk. I need y'all to have a meeting. I need y'all to get y'all white folk in check. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> because this is, this don't make no damn sense. And then the brothers mm-hmm. say, you know, I, I just want people to recognize racism. I don't want her to get death threats, you know? But you could have died. Okay, Shirley, strawberries keep it real. El Shabazz, Malik Shakur, strawberries. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I was going to let it lay there, Carla, because I work at CBS. Right, right, right. But you know what the problem is? Listen to me. What Shirley said shows the compassion that black people have. Because black people knows what it feels like yeah. to be uh, canceled. Uh, the culture, just, canceled culture. Yeah, yeah just mm-hmm. yes. Everything yes. done to you for the simplest of things. Yes. Oh, oh, I got something for you. It ain't. It ain't over. It ain't over. Everybody that loved Tiger King need to apologize to Michael Vick right now. Huh. See, yeah. okay, oh, oh, all right. Oh, y'all didn't want to go there with that. Okay, one. no, okay. Yeah, no, yeah. All the stuff been done to the animals from the Tiger King, mm-hmm. but you want to get him out of jail. Ain't nobody mm-hmm. apologized to Michael Vick. See, this is the mm-hmm. problem we have. I'm gonna have to come back. Do I get? Can I come yes, back? Because yes. yes. there are more yeah, of the things we we talk about being black in America, racism, disenfranchisement, treated differently than other people. But I'm gonna need everybody that's watching Tiger King and movies being made. Apologize, Michael Vick, right now. Mm-hmm. What? Somebody go to break. I'll come back. All right, uh, Cheryl. Hang on. Shirley thirteen X. Shirley thirteen X. Go to break. (laughs) All right. We'll have more with Cheryl coming up right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? With 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Imagine you ask two people the same exact set of seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including... Actress and star of the mega-hit sitcom Friends, Courtney Cox. You can't go around it, so you just go through it. This is a roadblock. It's going to catch you down the road. Go through it. Deal with it. 
comedian, writer, and star of the series Catastrophe, Rob Delaney. I shouldn't feel guilty about my son's death. He died of a brain tumor. It's part of what happens when your kid dies. Intellectually, you'll understand that it's not your fault, but you'll still feel guilty. Alt-rock icon, Liz Fair. That personal disaster wrote Guyville. So everything comes out of a dead end. And many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. Ding dong, Las Culturistas calling. iHeart Podcast Awards 2023 Podcast of the Year Las Culturistas with SNL's Bowen Yang and comedian Matt Rogers. There's stuff happening in 2024 that we really need to address. Pop culture and huge guests like the latest episode with Dua Lipa. The more I think about it, the more scared and nervous I get. Listen to the newest episode of Las Culturistas with Dua Lipa and all episodes on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Las Culturistas to start listening. This is Neil Strauss, host of the Tenderfoot TV true crime podcast, To Live and Die in L.A. I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. All these girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. The war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, a military-trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex, and then he's very vulnerable, so you can kill him easily. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step. And you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. Because God, I can't stay where I am like I am where it is. This isn't going to work. I I have to move on, but I don't know where. A lot of time you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how. I don't know where. I don't know what. God, if you show me. God, if you tell me. God, no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, you hear her voice in the background. This is Cheryl Underwood. We held her over. Yes, we held her over because she had a lot to say this morning. Go ahead, Cheryl. What's on your mind? What's bothering? Well, I have more things on my mind Mm. now. Listen. We got an election that we got to win. Am I right, Steve Harvey? We got to win the election. That's exactly right. Okay. Mm -hmm. And there's a reason why. I'm going to get to the the tragedy that's really bothering us right now. But we got an election we need to win. I need people to stop 
doing these drive-bys on radio shows and getting their face cracked. Now, Hillary Clinton got on the radio show talking about she got hot sauce in her purse, lose election. Stupid. Elizabeth Warren want to talk about Indian and her family. When all black people know we got Indian in our family, because my hair is wavy. It's natural. Uh-huh. Wave nouveau. Okay. Now, you got Joe Biden talking about if you don't know the difference between me and Donald Trump, you ain't black. Yeah. Okay, I just want y'all to know, I'm thinking, who the f*** you talking to? But I... <laughs> Here I am trying to, I'm trying to ride with Biden, and you know that's the kind of that's when you hear words like that, that make you go what, uh, you know, <laughs> but here's my problem with this, you got suckered into it. Don't get so relaxed with us that you trying to be him. Be what we want to elect. Am I right, brothers and sisters? You're Amen. right. You're right. Amen. Don't try to be something. We don't want to hear that. Don't try to talk into colloquialism. Don't try to relate to us in something that sounds unnatural. When you try to sound young and hip, you sound old and stupid. Now, well, this is an election we need to win. Am I, am I right, brothers and sisters? Amen. You are You're right, right sisters. We got, we got to win. win. This is not a game. This is not a game. You know why? Because now I'm going to bring it home for you. A black man was murdered a hate crime knee in the neck not some anybody should be doing and nobody wants to talk about white supremacy in law enforcement where we're no longer protecting and serving but anybody you deal with of color is the enemy to be killed am i right brothers and sisters amen amen Amen. and that is why we've got to win this election i don't care how many times people say the fbi gonna investigate department of justice gonna investigate that's the start that ain't the end and if we don't have Mm -hmm. it at the top see the president is out here feeding into that rhetoric that's why these people feel that they can do what they do because they're going to get away with it. Mm-hmm. And this is why the election is important. You can't just register to vote. You got to vote up and down ballot. You got, mm-hmm. shout out to the mayor. The, the, the white boy that's the mayor, he did yeah. his thing. Shake he did what he was supposed to do. Mayor that's Fry. right. Mm-hmm. But it goes beyond that. It's the Congress. It's the Senate. It's, it's district attorneys. It goes beyond that. Why? Because we want justice. Not just. For uh, for George, we want justice for Brianna. We want justice for Ahmad. We want justice for people we don't even know anything about. We want them to stop fabricating reports. They said the boy is in drugs and he doing all yeah. the passing dirty money. What that? What do that have to do with the fact that somebody put their knee on this brother neck for at least nine minutes? And here's a man calling for his mama. God rest her soul, mother been dead for two years. But that's when this boy knew his life was over. We're not standing for this one. We want justice. We either want it in the court system or we're going to take it to the street. Now, I'm not telling nobody to be violent. What I'm saying is this is not a game. So all them little jokes, stop it. Don't come on black radio trying to get to know us. Come on black radio and tell us what are you going to do to lead this nation? Because it should not be a death sentence to be black in America. Did I get Amen. that? Yeah, girl. yeah, you brought it home. And okay. you brought it home, sure. That's that's why you. I want y'all to know. You got to remember why Emmett Till picture of the open casket was in yeah. Jet Magazine. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. his mother wanted the world to see what they have done to her son. That's right. Mm. Thank you, Cheryl. <laughs> Thank we you. I'm you. sorry, Shirley 13X.
We appreciate you as always, girl. Get out of here. Uh, Coming up, more music, more trending topics, and some headlines at 20 minutes after the hour right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. In spite of what we told you guys earlier this week about uh, the former mayor of Detroit, Kwame Kilpatrick, being released from prison because of COVID-19, well, uh, he has been denied early release. Uh, You're kidding me. Reverse that, yeah. Yeah. Who shut that down? Uh, the uh, parole board shut it down. Um, the Bureau of Prisons. Uh, they re- reviewed his request for home confine- confinement and it was denied. So he will remain at Oakdale Federal Prison in Louisiana. First time yeah. I heard of him, the Bureau of Prisons. When, when, when first the time y'all, federal, they, they first time y'all heard of him? Well, you don't know Bureau. a lot about yeah, the, you don't, all of that. So yeah, that's in the government. I don't. I don't. That's true. Right. Sadly, and, I do. And yeah. it's the Federal <laughs> Bureau of Prisons, by the way. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah so he's going to have to live out his time uh, in prison, his sentence. Well, Sir, it may come back up again. He can get out. Yeah. I, hope, I wish he would. I thought that was going to be good news because oh, he didn't deserve 28 years for that. He really didn't. The white police officer got 10 years for killing the black dude. Kwame stole some money, got 28 years. Come on, Yeah, man. he took some kickback. Yeah. Yeah. You know it's a double standard. We know yeah. that. Kill a black man, get 10. Take Black man takes money, 28. Yeah. Come on now. We're talking murder and stealing. Murder, yeah, taking kickbacks. a life, and taking money. Yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. All right. Uh, we'll have more. We need to rewrite Robbie these Morgan. laws. That's what the hell wrong. All these laws. Is we need to vote. Yeah, Yeah, we definitely need to vote. More of the Steve Harvey Morning Show and some trending news coming up at 33 minutes after the hour, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. The president, he's mad at Twitter now and social media calling. He might uh, shut it down, he's saying, because they're fact-checking him on the things that he tweets. Okay, okay, cool. He can't shut nothing down. He can't, but you know what? Shut it down. Then what you going to do? Right. Then you're the only one you, using it. How you <laughs> yeah. then? Ain't nobody using it more than you. I ain't tight nothing on it. <laughs> I say go ahead and shut it down. And then what you gonna do? Because cause they fact checking you, which means they're just going over some stuff you're saying that's not true. They're not trying to quiet conservative voices. They're trying to quiet down some of these lies. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's too many. It's too Man, many. You it's got to lie many. about every damn thing. Yeah. You ain't got to lie, Craig. What's the biggest lie, the, the most outrageous lie you've told, Steve? Woo! <laughs> not the woo-woo. <laughs> but you're not the president, so it's okay. Woo! <laughs> Ooh. Just Ooh. give me an age and an instance. I, okay. I got some uh, classics. One of my lies still going. I can't tell that one. Go ahead. Uh-huh. Yeah. Not that you live in your life. <laughs> okay, age 32. Where were you? 32. 30, 32. Careful, careful. Get your thoughts, Gally. I told a man that fixed my car because uh-huh. I was homeless. Mm-hmm. $412. Yeah. If you fix this car, I'm coming right back with the money. Mm. Lord. Homeless. What the hell I got $400? <laughs> You were living in So your what car. happened? How happened? How'd you He get the fixed car? it. I drove off. <laughs> he fixed a car huh? in Kentucky. I drove to Florida. <laughs> <laughs> How I can't come back must... in here, dog. He believed you, though, right? 
I can't come back. He always head it. He always head it across the world. Yeah. Well, you got to go south because it's warmer. You can't stay up in Kentucky oh. and get cold. Tennessee and get cold sometimes. Okay. I had to go All south. Right. All right. Hell, oh my God. God. So did he chase oh after you or anything? No, no, you no. I told, I, told, I told him I'd come right back. Oh, he gave you the car. Oh, yeah, yeah he gave he me the car. Nice oh, man. I felt bad it. about it, you know, but that's yeah. one of the big lies I took. Give me another incident, Cheryl. I got, I got plenty of what you need. <laughs> Give him another age, girl. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's see. That was 32. Get in how them about, 20s. How about, yeah, yes. I was going to say, how about 26, Steve? 26. That's a good age. Yeah, right. 26. God, that's, Shirley, that's Shirley, I'm going to play these numbers. 26, uh, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30. I took the military entrance exam. Okay. Uh, I was about 27, though, mm-hmm. and you could still go to the Army at 27. Okay. Mm. I scored really high on the test. They asked me what I wanted to do. I told them I wanted to be in the medical field. I went home and told my brother, hey, man, I'm enlisting in the Army. I ain't got nothing going for me. I got to make some money. I got these two kids. He said, what you going to do? I said, I'm joining the Army. Mm-hmm. He said, your black ass can't get in no Army, though. All right, coming up, it's our last break of the day. Last break of the day. And boy, what a day. And uh, we'll have some closing remarks from the one and only Steve Harvey at 49 minutes after, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? With 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Imagine you ask two people the same exact set of seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including actress and star of the mega-hit sitcom Friends, Courtney Cox. You can't go around it, so you just go through it. This is a roadblock. It's going to catch you down the road. Go through it. Deal with it. Comedian, writer, and star of the series Catastrophe, Rob Delaney. I shouldn't feel guilty about my son's death. He died of a brain tumor. It's part of what happens when your kid dies. Intellectually, you'll understand that it's not your fault, but you'll still feel guilty. Alt-rock icon, Liz Fair. That personal disaster wrote Guyville. So everything comes out of a dead end. And many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. Ding dong, Las Culturistas calling. iHeart Podcast Awards 2023 Podcast of the Year Las Culturistas with SNL's Bowen Yang and comedian Matt Rogers. There's stuff happening in 2024 that we really need to address. Pop culture and huge guests like the latest episode with Dua Lipa. The more I think about it, the more scared and nervous I get. Listen to the newest episode of Las Culturistas with Dua Lipa and all episodes on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Las Culturistas to start listening. This is Neil Strauss, host of the Tenderfoot TV true crime podcast, To Live and Die in L.A. I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. All these girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. 
The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. The war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, a military-trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex, and then he's very vulnerable, so you can kill him easily. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step. And you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. Because God, I can't stay where I am, like I am, where it is. This isn't going to work. I I have to move on, but I don't know where. A lot of time you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how. I don't know where. I don't know what. God, if you show me. God, if you tell me. God, no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, here we are, last break of the day. What a day, what a day, what a day. What a day, what a day. Yeah, I, yeah for my yeah. closing remarks, I want to play this video of this young man that I saw. Mm-hmm. Uh, and a reporter had stopped him uh, to, to interview him about the protest. And this is what his response was in Minneapolis. What's it going to take for you guys to be okay tonight and to stop this chaos? It ain't me. It's not me. I'm going to let y'all know that now. It's not us guys neither. And I'm glad that y'all said that. It's not us. It's the police. This the madness that they spark up. This is what they encourage. This is what they provoke. This is what you get out of you taking some a loved one from someone. This is what you get. You get a lot of people that's hurt and they can't fit it the right way. They can't no longer depend on the police to be here to protect us like they say they're going to do. So this is what you get. And no, it's not going to end today. I can't tell you it's going to end tomorrow. I don't know when it's going to end. But it's for y'all to start. We're not the ones that's killing us. Y'all killing us. We can't make a change if y'all don't change. Wow. This, this was so impactful because this was a young man mm-hmm. talking from his heart being interviewed in night doing a protest in Minneapolis by a reporter. And the young man said, I'm glad you said that because it ain't us, it's y'all. See, here's a young man who in his lifetime, because of social media, has seen this from a very early age. It was like one time at my camp, I had my ranch in Dallas, and we thought it was a good idea to have the Little Elm Police Department come and talk to the boys about safety and everything. Well, it backfired because them young men, all they wanted to know when the police officers came were talking about safety and all this here, them young men, man, just wanted to know 
why y'all why y'all kill us and the police officers were caught so off guard because they came there to talk about safety and stuff and uh the guy that was in charge of police officer said mr harvey we're not we're not equipped for this conversation i said well i think you should be i said because well we're here to talk about this i think you should get the young men to get off of this so we can get no i'm not gonna do that because i understood because as angry as this young man is, and as right as he is, it is because social media has exposed this ugly form of racism to him since he was a very, very young child and could pick up a phone. He's had a cell phone his whole life. I didn't get a cell phone until I was damn near 30. I didn't even know that. There was no FaceTime and there was no nothing. But at 63, I feel exactly the way he feel. All of us. I know 70-year-olds that feel the exact same way that young man feels. Because you know what? This has been going on far too long. But we thought we was we were mis, 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 misled to believe that if we just showed it to you, if we just let you see it in social media, you would see what we had been knowing all this time and you would be mortified you would be outraged at what you saw. Guess what? You're not. You're not outraged at what you see. You're not mortified. You ain't coming to our rescue like we just knew you would if you would only see what they're doing to us. When you see the tape, just like we see the tape, we see a conviction. We see a crime in progress. So now that we got it on tape, the jury, the grand jury, going to see the same thing. And they don't. Too many times they don't. Now today, Attorney Crump showed us some examples that he had won some cases. And that's beautiful, man. I really, I applaud this brother, one of the top civil rights attorneys of our time today. But we losing too many. And then I got news for you. Too many cases don't ever even become a case. So it ain't no case to win or lose. Sometimes it just ain't no charges bought. So what about that? It's way more of them than the victories. So what the young man is saying, this ain't going to change till y'all change. And you know what? He's absolutely correct. And that's why I'm making it my mission starting today to find the best way to get just a few white folks just a few to stand up with us and say, you know what? I, as a Christian, I, as a Muslim, I am a per as a person of faith. I, as a person uh, of the human race who can say for a fact, this ain't right. I need some of y'all to stand up with us because y'all watching it. Now you might not care and I might be wrong about this, but I don't think I am. But I don't think that you can sit there, a lot of them that I know, and think this is wrong and not want to do something about it. So what I've decided to do as Steve Harvey is invite you to stand with us. It's not threatening. This is not saying this is what you should do. I'm inviting just a few good white folks to stand with us against these hate crimes of these innocent men losing their lives because a police officer is 
undertrained and racist and has a view towards black people that's unhealthy in the society that we live in today. This is really what Colin Kaepernick was kneeling for. But they flipped the script on him. Hard to flip the script when it's on video, though, ain't it? Mm. So I would think. So I'm going to start today. I'm just looking for a few goodwill non-African-American slash white people to stand with us and stand up against these injustices. Those are closing remarks. Y'all have a great week. For all Steve Harvey contests, no purchase necessary, void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit steveharveyfm.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Discover a new educational and interactive podcast, Stories for Kids by Lingo Kids. Our episodes are packed with fun activities. Right, Elliot? Oh, yes! We went shape hunting around the block, and we found spheres and cubes on the street. That was great fun. Join Stories for Kids, the Lingo Kids podcast, inspiring you to learn while having fun. Listen to Stories for Kids on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin, And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Therapy for Black Girls podcast is your space to explore mental health, personal development, and all the small decisions we can make to become the best possible versions of ourselves. I'm your host, Dr. Joy Harden-Bradford, a licensed psychologist in Atlanta, Georgia, and I can't wait for you to join the conversation every Wednesday. Listen to the Therapy for Black Girls podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Take good care, and we'll see you there. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast, and I had the opportunity to talk to one of Hollywood's major icons, Michael B. Jordan. In our conversation, Michael shares the highs, the lows, and everything in between, offering a genuine glimpse into his world. The closest to getting what you want is always the hardest. People give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.